Hey sis, welcome to the She Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Neek. This is a show for women that discusses life topics to let you know that you are not taking this journey called life alone and encourages the bond of sisterhood. Hey sis, today's episode is titled, My Plans Have Plans. Sis, how are you doing? I hope that all is well with you, and I definitely pray that all is well with you. Can you believe that it's already March 2020? I don't know about you, but I feel like 2020 has shown up and let me know (laughs) who the real boss is. Now, I say this because at the end of 2019, I had big plans, capital B-I-G, plans, sis. My personal goals were planned out until 2021. Yes, I'm a procrastinator, but let me tell you, I had big plans. I knew what I was going to do, when I was going to do it, how it was going to go, what it was going to look like. And then 2020 showed up and honey, my plans have plans. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. These last 67 days have been interesting to say the least. My marriage goals have changed for the positive because I'll tell you right now, in 2020, we were not sure if we were going to make it to 2021. And I'm just being honest. And I know I don't usually talk about my marriage, but I feel like that's probably a part of the problem because I can't have a platform that only speaks about personal experiences and not include my marriage And in some cases, I think I also need to include my parenting skills or lack thereof, because sis, I know some of y'all are married and some of you have children, and I feel like we need to start talking about these topics because that's not the only thing that we have in life. And what I mean by that, that's not the only thing. What I mean is, It's more than just dealing with other people outside of the home or dealing with work. It's also about dealing with people inside your home. You know, that dude or your significant other and those little mini-me's. We need to start talking about that too. So my apologies, y'all. I've kind of cut that off a little bit, but I'm about to start bringing it back for 2020. Okay, sorry about the rant. And back to the marriage piece. So, yeah, I just need to be honest, you know, because it was rocky for the last year. But, you know, God stepped in on that plan. And not to mention, there were people who were praying for us and speaking life into our union. And, child, I'll just say that'll be another podcast in itself. And then I had. A change in a few relationships. They changed in what seemed like overnight, but now I realize that God stepped in for a reason. Now, what is the reason? Sis, I don't know, but I'm sure eventually it will be revealed. And hey, if not, I know it's all a part of God's plan as well. So in the midst of everything else, I resigned from a position in a private organization so that I could focus on my family. And truth be told, I was putting some time in that probably should have been going to God and my family. 
It was starting to become a higher priority than some of the other things. And the environment was becoming unhealthy for me due to some of its members. So when my husband said, yo, you need to take a break because you aren't happy like you used to be, I agreed and I resigned. And for any of you that know my husband, you know, he's an introvert. He doesn't really say much. He kind of lets me walk to the beat of my own drum. But when he does speak, I do pay attention to that. So that was something that we both agreed upon. And I can tell you right now, because we did it in agreement, I was able to step back. And I can tell you right now, I haven't missed a beat. And then finally, I decided it was time for me to start the journey to true healing. Now, yes, I know in my podcast, on the blog and the other platforms, I always talk about self-care. And let's be honest, I do process everything that I put out to you all, whether I have processed it before I have done it. And then there are some cases where I end up processing it afterwards, just based on the situation or what it may be. And sometimes I'm processing it while I am presenting it to you all. And in this particular case, um, there are some things in my life from the past and in the present that I truly need to face and deal with. And just to kind of give you a little snapshot, some of it is anxiety, some of it is mild depression, some of it is exposure to racial trauma due to my job and just some experiences throughout my life. The guilt of not being there for a friend who committed suicide, you know, and then in another case, it's just taking on the role of a savior. And I don't mean like Jesus Christ, the savior, but, you know, just saving people or trying to want more for them than they want for themselves when I should have just been the support system. And I can tell you the list goes on. It's not a huge laundry list, you know, but there are things that I've done or that have been important to me. But the good news is I finally started my therapy sessions and the first one was rough. And since when I say rough, I mean tears, not more tears, tissue, no words, tears, not paper towels, <laughs> unwanted memories. But I can say that I made it through my first session. And in two weeks, I'll be back to face those things that are somewhat holding me captive. And with me telling you that this is where I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't already, to schedule your therapy session. I'm a bit, big, big, big advocate for this because there are some things that we can't work through on our own. There are some things that we can't work through with prayer alone. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to work through an issue or needing to work through some of your concerns with a mental health professional. There is nothing wrong with that. We have to hashtag stop the stigma on mental health, especially in my community, because I can pretty much say that had we started using mental health services in our families earlier, some of the things that we have gone through, we probably wouldn't have had to go through those had people before us dealt with 
the concerns that they had. So with that being said, in order to truly get to where I want to go and need to be in life, I have to face some of these things. Now, as you know, I share all of this, of course, to let you know that you are not alone. And it's also to let you know what I have learned throughout the process. Why, sis? Because I don't believe that we go through these things just because. And there's always a reason and a plan. And I know you've heard it before. You go through these things for someone else. And I get it. There are times where you're like, well, if that's the case, do I really have to go through this for someone else? Can you pick someone else? But I always feel like it's a very humbling experience. Of course, not at the time, depending on what it is. When we do get to go through these things and we come out better on the other side, and then we're able to help someone else. And of course, sometimes you don't realize that you were going through it to help someone else until that person comes to you. So yes, sis, when we come back, I'm going to share with you what I learned over the past 67 days. Okay, sis. So now I want to tell you what I've learned. One, we can make plans all we want to. And it's good to make plans because at the end of it all, we have to have some type of roadmap. But I will let you know that God has the final say. And for me, that's just what my life has been. I've made plans. We've made plans as a union. We've made plans as a family. But at the end of it, sometimes those plans didn't work out the way we wanted to. And I'll be honest, they worked out for the better. It kind of saved us from some situations. So I always want to say it's definitely okay to make plans. But for me, like I said, 2020, my plans have had their own plans, which lets me know that I'm not in full control. And with that, sis, don't get caught up. Just know that you handle what's within your control and the things that are not within your control, you just have to grow with the flow. Two. Marriage takes work. Over the years, life and life situations change who we are. And the goal is to work through those changes and relearn one another. And how do we do that? Spend time with each other, communicate with each other. And in some cases, we have to relearn how to communicate with each other. And then surround yourself with other couples who want to see your marriage succeed despite the odds and the hardships. And to me, I think that is so important. I was having a conversation the other day with a friend and we were actually talking about situations in marriage. And I kind of brought up the fact, I said, well, you know, I feel like we as married couples We don't get together as much as we should to help us solidify these unions, right? 
Like, we don't have a problem having a girls' night. We don't have a problem hanging out with the fellas at the cigar bar. But how many of us are actually getting together with other couples, no matter what the number of years that they've been married, and in some cases, even engaged couples, and having those outings where it's a game night at home or maybe going to dinner, something monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly, just something to re-engage us as couples and have those hard discussions and see how other couples work and those type of things. And I've been really thinking about that. And also, what about marriage mentors? How many of us really have those? I have one by default, my mom and my bonus dad. But I'll share with y'all later on how they became our marriage mentors. Basically, they rolled up on us on FaceTime, me and my husband. And to make a long story short, told us to get our lives together. And if we wanted it, we had to put in work. And I'll be honest with you, since that happened, um, it's been very encouraging. So I highly recommend getting together with other married couples, um, couples that are engaged. And just sitting around and having those hard discussions that, you know, you may not be able to have with people otherwise. The other thing I've learned is that relationships change and you outgrow people and people outgrow you. And some people just aren't good for you, no matter how much you want to make it work or to give them a chance. And sometimes you aren't good for people. You're not their cup of tea. It's something about you that people can't put their finger on and, you know, They feel some type of way, and that's okay. It's all right. Nothing lasts forever. And you just have to realize that relationships change. You reflect on your part. If it disbanded, and you go from there, and you try to make improvements where you need to, But just realize that not all relationships are meant to be around forever. And lastly, of course, I always talk about this. I've learned that it's important to take care of yourself. Don't wait until it's too late. And what I mean by too late, you're completely in shambles. You don't know what to do. You can't hold anything up anymore. Life just seems like it's falling all around you. Take care of yourself and take care of yourself early or when you notice that you need to do that. And self-love to me is important. And self-help should also be a priority. Always. You can take breaks from social media. You can take breaks from always being available. You have to set boundaries. Uh, There are people in your lives who won't set boundaries. And it's okay to put away your cape for a while and wear your regular clothes. And I always say that because even superheroes need time off. And those who truly love you and want the best for you and your well-being, they're going to understand. Um, So just so you all know the way my mind works, I made plans to take a sabbatical when I retire in a couple of years. And believe me, I am going to do that. How long is it going to be? I don't know. But I plan on grabbing my passport, taking whatever uh, debit card, credit card that I need, and just exploring. 
and really just wanting to know who I am and what is it like to be a nomad. I've always wanted to do that. So um, that is going to be something that I'm going to do. But I always decided that that was something that was important to me. But I've also decided to seclude myself in a few areas of my life. And that started last week. And not to a point where it's a concerning seclusion. It's just sometimes you have to do it for clarity, peace, and restoration. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you antisocial. It makes you better for so many different reasons. Because sometimes we get caught up. Things start to get cloudy. We feel cluttered. We feel like we're always on tap. Someone always needs us. We always need to reach out to someone. We have these expectations. We have these responsibilities. And sometimes you just have to say, hey, I love you. I'm loving you from a distance. I'm always here if you need me. But right now, I need to focus on me. So, sis, what areas in your life do you need to focus on? How are you going to focus on those areas? And when are you going to start? Don't put it off. You are important. Your mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, and your physical health are important. It's time to wake up, stop putting it off, and it's time for you to get started. And guess what? You, sis, you can definitely start today. Yep. You can start today, March 7th, 2020. Let's get it. So I hope this episode was able to just enlighten you on some of the things that I have going on. Like I always believe, everyone has a story. Someone is just waiting to hear yours. At this day and this time, you have heard my story and where I am right now at this moment. And who knows? In a couple of months, I may still be here with some progression, but that's okay. Because I'm going to accept responsibility in the areas of my life that I need to accept responsibility. I'm going to grow in the areas that I need to grow. I'm going to be content in the areas where I am supposed to be content. And I'm just going to live life and enjoy what I can while I can. Like I was telling someone the other day, life is too short to put things off. Life is too short to say, oh, I'll talk to them tomorrow. I'll be honest with you, within the past month or so, month and a half, my eyes have been opened to a lot of different things. And I'm telling you, sis, it's okay. You're on your own time. It's okay. So with that being said, 
I cannot wait for you to get started on your journey. And remember, it's just that it's your journey and you can pick people up to go with you or you can drop them off (laughs) at a certain stop. And it's okay. So with that being said, thank you for listening to today's episode. I truly enjoyed putting this one together. It was so refreshing and just so eye-opening. And I want you to know, sis, you're doing big things. We see you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to She Speaks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your family, friends, and social circles about it. I would also love to hear how the show has impacted you, and I would like to interact with you. Please feel free to email me at thesheSpeaks at gmail.com. Until next time, walk in who you are, adjust your crown, and stand tall. We all have a story to tell. There is someone waiting to hear yours.